From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. National news for week commencing September 22nd, 2019 in our 24th year of non-stop news. I'm John VK4JJW filling in over the next few weeks for our news editor Graham 4BB who's off chasing some elusive DX somewhere, no doubt. In this week's news, our usual voices have been co-hosted again, as well as a couple of ring-ins. Main stories this time, feedback called for on proposed changes to safety of navigation and radio equipment, the latest on last Wednesday's ARIS contact with the International Space Station. This and more in this edition of News from the Wireless Institute of Australia and for the week of September 22nd, 2019. In WIA front page news, that's on the homepage of wia.org.au, we see that AMSA seeks input on radio and navigation changes. Critical Comms News says that the Australian Maritime Safety Authority, AMSA, is calling for feedback on proposed changes to safety of navigation and radio equipment. Marine Order 27 provides information about radio equipment and communications, navigation safety measures and equipment, danger, urgency and distress signals and messages. A proposed new Marine Order 27, Safety of Navigation and Radio Equipment, will amend the order to allow other approved operators to provide mobile satellite services within the Global Maritime Distress and Safety System. The consultation is open until Wednesday, 2nd of October this year. Following the consultation period, its proposed amendments will come into effect on the 1st of January next year. ET can't call home. Phone jamming trial, the real cell phone story. Contraband mobile phones should be useless if Goulburn Correctional Centre's mobile phone jamming trial is going to plan. The trial, which began on the 26th of August, saw a mobile phone jamming system installed around the facility and activated in High Risk Management Correctional Centre 2. The system, which will later be rolled out in the rest of the facility and Supermax, is designed to not penetrate beyond the complex's boundaries, leaving the community's mobile services unaffected, according to the New South Wales Department of Communities and Justice. The ACMA allowed for the phone jamming trial by making an exemption to the Radio Communications Act 1992, the DOCJ said. The technology will make a significant improvement to the centre's security because any phones that do get smuggled in won't be able to connect to the network and therefore can't be used for communication. Phone jamming technology was first tried at Lithgow Correctional Centre in 2013, where it remains in operation and has since been upgraded. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. Last Wednesday evening at Templestowe College near Melbourne and VK3, the latest ARIS ISS contact took place. Using the magic of amateur radio, students spoke with astronaut Nick Haig, KG5TMV, on board the International Space Station as it did one of its approximately 16 orbits of Earth a day. NA1SS, NA1SS, Victor Kilo 6, Mike Juliet. How copy? Victor Kilo, Mike Juliet, I've got the loud and clear, this is NA1SS. Excellent copy, 5 by 9 Okay, over to the school for the first question, please. Go ahead. What is the most interesting thing you've seen in space or from the International Space Station? My name is Dylan. Over. Yes, 
Dylan, uh, obviously it is a wonderful sight to be able to look out the window and see the Earth uh, glide below us. Uh, right now I'm uh, floating over a window in the Russian module and we are just passing over the west coast of uh, Australia. Over. Hi, my name's Indigo. Are there any permanent effects of being in space for a long time? Over. So being in the effect of microgravity uh, in the environment that we are in space with the additional radiation accelerates the aging process. And so some of those will correct themselves when we get back down on Earth. Some of those won't correct themselves. Uh, so there have been uh, changes and you know, permanent changes in vision. Uh, there's been permanent changes in the way your bones, the structure of your bones reconstitute themselves. So uh, some of the changes are permanent. Some of them are, you know, very transitory and uh, will go away within a month or so after being down on the ground. Over. RS and ISS. You can find out much more about this fascinating event by going to the YouTube streaming link advertised in the news release on the WIA website and watch the video. A great way to catch all the best bits is to fast forward to the one hour five minute mark, the beginning of the evening formalities. I'm Robert, VK3DN. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We start this week with news from North Korea. Radio World reports North Korea has returned to digital radio broadcasting after an absence of nearly two years. The latest Digital Radio Mondial DRM shortwave transmissions began mid-August. The country has had periodic DRM broadcasts for many years. It appears unclear at this time whether the current series of transmissions will end soon or be the start of a regular service. So far, all of the latest test transmissions have taken place on 3560 kHz, which of course is actually allocated for amateur radio use. According to radio enthusiasts in the region, the signal has been clear and very audible. To China, after years of construction, China's new radio telescope is in action. The telescope called FAST, 500-metre aperture spherical radio telescope, has doubled the collecting power of the Arecibo Observatory in Puerto Rico, which has a 305-metre dish. Until now, Arecibo was the world's largest radio dish of its type. News from Bulgaria. Bulgarian radio hams gain limited access to 50 MHz. IARU Region 1 reports radio amateurs in Bulgaria have obtained temporary access to the digital portion of 50 MHz band. Thanks to the efforts made by the Bulgarian Federation of Radio Amateurs, the Communications Regulation Commission had provisionally authorised use of the 50.310 MHz to 50.335 MHz segment. The band is provided free of charge to all Bulgarian radio amateurs to be able to work and experiment with the new modes of operation in recent years. BFRA is actively working with institutions involved in extending the 6-metre band. In Holland, the Dutch Radio Union replacing discontinued group. The Dutch Kingdom Amateur Radio Society has been dissolved. The new Dutch Amateur Radio Union, DARU, is about to replace the five-year-old foundation. 
and according to various reports, it's to carry forward its predecessor's objectives. The Dutch Kingdom Group was discontinued in June. The Netherlands Antenna Placement Support Office has functioned under it, but will now operate as a part of the new radio union. News from West Africa. Mysterious signals from Western Africa on 28 MHz. The latest IARU Region 1 Monitoring System newsletter reports mysterious signals from West Africa on 28250.6 kHz AM with a rising carrier and dots every 76 seconds. The signal is thought to originate from the area of Gabon and has been observed in previous years, but the purpose is unknown. The International Amateur Radio Union Monitoring System, IARUMS, Region 1 August 2019 newsletter can be read at the link in this week's text edition. In the USA, ARRL and International Amateur Radio Union President Emeritus Larry E. Price, Whiskey for Romeo Alpha, died September 10. An ARRL life member, he was aged 85. W4RA was first licensed as Whiskey November 5 Tango India Alpha at age 16 and subsequently held several other call signs before becoming Whiskey 4 Romeo Alpha. After earning BSEE, MBA and PhD degrees, he was commissioned as a second lieutenant in the US Army Signal Corps and honourably discharged with the rank of captain. Elected as ARRL Southeastern Division Vice Director in 1973, W4RA became director later that year and was elected as an ARRL Vice President by the Board of Directors in 1980. In 1983, he became first Vice President following the death of ARRL President Vic Clark, Whiskey 4 Kilo Foxtrot Charlie, and was elected President by the Board the following year. He served four two-year terms as ARRL President, serving simultaneously as the IARU Secretary from 1989 till 1992 and continuing as IARU Secretary and ARRL International Affairs Vice President until his election as IARU President in 1999, a post he held for 10 years. The IARU Administrative Council named him President Emeritus upon his retirement in 2009. The ARRL board named him ARRL President Emeritus in 2011. In 2014, Dayton Hamvention honoured Larry as Amateur of the Year at the ARRL Centennial Convention that same year. He was awarded the ARRL Medal of Honour. Handy Montana Montana's Havre and Hill County Local Emergency Planning Committee intends to take up a Department of Justice offer of amateur radio equipment. The Emergency Planning Committee passed a motion to allow Hill County Health Department public health nurse Bridget Callenberger to look into getting the Emergency Operations Centre, located in the Hill County Detention Centre, a handheld ham radio. I think it would be a good addition, something to have on hand, Committee Chair Sheriff Jamie Ross said. If the committee wanted one, they would need an antenna and possibly a second power source to power the radio, as well as a ham radio operator. Department of Justice is offering the radios with no strings attached. Read the full story at the link in the text edition of this week's news. And still in the USA and Canada, Hurricane WatchNet volunteers have set a new record for total hours activated during a single storm. The net was active for 157 hours, 139 of them were continuous. During the marathon activation, members of the Hurricane WatchNet collected and forwarded countless surface reports to the National Hurricane Centre in Miami. After devastating Abaco and Grand Bahama Islands, 
With winds clocked at 200 miles an hour or more, Dorian made its way slowly towards Florida before sliding up the southeastern U.S. coast for a second landfall in North Carolina. It still wasn't over, however. Dorian veered out into the Atlantic, affecting New England before hitting Maritime Canada, where it knocked out power and downed trees. During its lengthy initial activation, the HWN attempted on numerous occasions to raise stations in the Bahamas, but was unable to contact anyone in the most affected area. Poor propagation plagued net operations throughout the activation. The ARRL Headquarters Emergency Response Team convened early on to closely monitor the situation. ARRL officials were in regular communication with partner agencies, particularly FEMA and the Department of Homeland Security. Whiskey One Alpha Whiskey, which had planned to be in operation for the Hiram Percy Maxim 150th birthday event, remained ready to assist with emergency communications. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. Ham Radio Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2019 OCDX contest coming soon. This year's OCDX phone contest is on 5-6 October. The OCDX CWN takes place the following weekend. With more, here's Rob. The F-Call Challenge. Hi, I'm Rob, VK4H18. There's been a lot of debate about F-Call privileges on social media since the ACMA announced in its LCD proposal that it might consider giving all licences 400 watts. My motto in ham radio for a long time has been just do it. So rather than debate the pros and cons of all the arguments, I've decided to throw open a challenge to everyone to operate under F-Call privileges for the Oceania DX contest. What better way to know what can be achieved with an F-Call than to run 10 watts on 80, 40, 15 and 10 metres for the duration of the contest and see how good you can do. You won't win anything other than some personal satisfaction and some bragging rights that you might have done better than one of your mates. But that's okay, right? That's why we do ham radio. So if you're interested, shoot me an email. You can find it on qrz.com. Participate in the contest. Submit your log. Send me your score and I'll report back how everyone did. May the best 10 watts win and I'll see you on the bands. New Caledonia, FK. QRV is FK8CJ from Numia. IOTA OC032 until the end of 2019 on 30, 20 and 17 metres. QSL to F6EYB. Laurent F8BBL is on IOTA expedition to Corsica. Seth Isle the 6th until the 22nd of September. His course line will be TK19IOTA and he will be QRV from the May on Corsica IOTA EU014 as well as the smaller offshore islands, EU100, EU104 and EU164. Saint-Pierre and Miguelon. Eric, KV1J, will be operating from the island of Miguelon as FP-KV1J between September the 24th and October the 8th. Activity will be on 160 to 6 metres, no 60 metres as it's not authorised, using CW, SSB, RITI, FT8 and the satellites. He will generally be on the highest frequency band that is open, favouring 12 and 10 metres. He will be active in the CQ WWDX Ready Contest, September 28 and 29. Eric will try to be on as many satellite passes as he can when the WX is good, generally favouring the FO29, 
XW2X, AO7 and possibly the FM birds. A group of Latvian amateurs were active from Nauru last week using callsign C21WW. If you work them, QSL via club log OQRS. Seychelles de-expedition. Lance W7GJ will be active as S79GJ from AF024 Seychelles between September the 20th and October the 5th. This is primarily a 6-minute EME de-expedition, but is packed a 20-minute dipole and may also get on the 20-metres FT8 during the first few days of October. Full details are on his website. Best read at wia.org.au in this week's text edition. The well-known de-expeditioner Isvan HA5AO is QRV as 3DA0AO from the Kingdom of Iswatini, formerly Swaziland. Till September end, all bands 8 of the 10 metres CW, Ritty and FT8. Then, following on from this time in Iswatini, Isvan will travel on to Lesotho, where he will reactivate his 7P8AO call sign from October 1 to 9. Harry, JG7PSJ, is in Saipan in the Mariana Islands until today, 22nd of September. He is working on the wireless from the club station WH0RU and QSOLs go for his home QDH, which is JG7PSJ. Starting back on Monday, September 16, WWV and WWVH are now broadcasting a US Department of Defence message marking the centennial of WWV and to announce the WW0WWV special event from September 28 until October 2 at the Transminocyte near Fort Collins, Colorado. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Now, just before we get Carl to do his thing with special interests, Alara, the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association, is offering a limited number of grants to any YL applying for a foundation licence or upgrading to a standard or advanced amateur radio licence. The grant is equal to approximately half the cost of the fees for assessment, licence and call sign, and gives a complimentary membership to Alara for one year. More info on the Alara website. Hello, I'm Col, VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And first up, it's Amateur TV. NO104 camera will be live this week. Controllers for NO104, also known as PSAT2, have commanded the camera to take a picture and store it into memory every 10 minutes. The transmitting counter, which selects a picture for downlink, is not synchronised with the camera, so there's an uncertain delay between acquiring a picture and its transmission, up to a maximum of 64 minutes. Every picture will be downlinked just once, so every reception counts. There's more info on this story in the link in our text edition at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Digital Raspberry Pi for Ham Radio. An article by Carl Hines, DL1GKK, describes how to install amateur radio software on the Raspberry Pi to provide the popular data modes, slow scan TV, satellite tracking, SDR, rig control and logbook. The English language article is available on the site of Indonesia's National Amateur Radio Society, ORARI. 
Carl Hines says he's a big friend of the small Raspberry Pi and uses it gladly for amateur radio. He says with version 4 it's fast enough to fulfil all tasks and there are many ways and software to make the Pi fit for ham radio. For more info, check out the article at the link in this week's text version. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Females in Radio. YL sets record, completing solo sail around the world. You may remember the YL sailing solo around the world hoping to set a new record. Well, she did it. Jan Socrates, VE0JS, sailed jubilantly into Victoria, British Columbia, Saturday, September 7th, ending her 339-day journey and beginning her new status as record holder. At 77, she's become the oldest person to sail solo around the world non-stop and unassisted. During the journey that began on October 3rd, 2018, the retired university mathematics professor made hundreds of QSOs on HF and blogged about her daily challenges and activities. Sea swells, two cyclones and equipment malfunctions were formidable but temporary obstacles as she savoured her four months later than planned arrival home, all the more because of them. Jan has been sailing since the age of 48 and now has beaten the record previously held by a Japanese yachtsman who was 71 when he completed the challenging circumnavigation in 2005. Our congratulations, Jan, and thanks for your many QSOs during your adventures. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Chinese transponder launched and Australian amateur reports good signals. Taurus 1, carrying an amateur radio FM to Codec 2 transponder, was launched on a CZ-4B rocket from Taiwan Satellite Launch Centre and is a CubeSat project developed by Aerospace Systems Engineering Research Institute of Shanghai for youth education and amateur radio. The transponder is similar to that used on the Lilacsat-1 receiving FM with 67 Hz CTCSS on 145.820 and retransmitting it as Codec 2 9600 BPS BPSK digital voice on 436.760 MHz. The telemetry downlink is on 435.840 MHz. In addition to the transponder, the satellite also carries a drag sail. According to Southgate Amateur Radio News, Mark Jessup, VK5QI, tweeted on the 13th, good signals from Taurus 1 on 435.840 MHz. Doesn't look like the FM slash Codec 2 transponder is enabled yet, though. No response on 436.760 MHz when transmitting on 145.820 MHz. K0FFY documented how to receive the similar codec to digital voice transponder using the FunCube dongle Pro Plus SDR. There's a link to more info about that in our text edition of this news broadcast. Amateur Radio Digital Communications, ARDC, has awarded a very generous grant to ARIS for the next generation radio system. ARDC is the owner and manager of the internet network known as the AMPRnet. In June of 2019, ARDC initiated a philanthropic endeavour to provide monetary grants to organisations, groups, projects and scholarships which have significant potential to advance the state of the art of amateur radio and digital communications in general. The ARIS Next Generation Radio System, or Interoperable Radio System, will support easier radio mode transition to enable new, exciting capabilities for hams, students and the general public. There'll be new amateur radio communication and experimentation modes, including an enhanced voice repeater and updated digital packet radio capabilities. There will also be slow-scan TV, picture up and down links, 
in both the US and Russian segments of the ISS. To the moon, but not back. India's space agency has located the lander from its failed lunar mission. India's crashed Vikram lunar lander, part of the nation's failed Chandrayaan-2 mission, was located on the lunar surface, according to reports from the Indian Space and Research Organization, ISRO. It was reported that it was attempting to make contact with the lander, which had been photographed via thermal image from the orbiter. The mission had entered lunar orbit on August 20th, and its lander separated on September 2nd to prep for its eventual descent. The goal was to make a soft landing and deploy a robotic lunar rover to search for water near the south pole of the moon. The space agency said, however, that communications were lost at the last minute. Officials said the spacecraft had a normal descent until about two kilometres from the surface of the moon. India has said it hopes to send a trio of astronauts into space by 2022. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, FT4 and FT8. RSGB Contest Committee has released the results of the first ever 80-metre FT4 one-hour contest held on September 2nd. 65 logs were received. The next 80-metre FT4 contest takes place on October 7th from 1900 to 1959 UTC. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amity Young Timers, Yota 2019 Summer Camp in Bulgaria has spawned sub-regional camps. Most of those attending the recent Youngsters on the Air, or Yota, summer camp in Bulgaria, were first-timers, observed Monty Shibesta, OE3VVU, a participant this year. Some 80 young radio amateurs from 27 countries convened near Sofia between the 11th and 17th of August to, as he put it, connect and learn from each other. Monty said the successful 2019 summer camp demonstrated that Yota is growing quickly noting too that 40% of the Yota's summer camp attendees were young women. Sub-regional camps such as those held in Finland, Italy and Germany in recent years are becoming more common in Region 1, with the next set for late September in the Czech Republic, a well-19 camp, followed closely by a camp in the Netherlands in December. Monty anticipates many other youth teams will want to stage sub-regional Yota camps of their own. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Scouting. Well, from Yota to Jota, Jamboree on the air. In VK7, Entark will be hosting Jota at the Entark Club Rooms, formerly known as the Rochely Scout Hall. Activities will start on Saturday 19th of October at noon and on Sunday from 10am. As usual, it will be split over their two halls, with Jotai, Jamboree on the internet, being set up in the bigger one. As in past years, Entark will be offering a barbecue with the usual sausages and onion and bread, and hot or cold drinks available for a small donation. So if you're in the northern part of Tassie and are able to assist with either or both days, please contact NTARC's JOTA coordinator, Peter, VK7KPC. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Rescue Radio. RF for phones or food for thought. While Duncan, VK2DLR, and Lachlan, VK2FOOD, were travelling through the Northern Territory, where there are hundreds of kilometres of highway without mobile phone reception, they saw a great solution to use at a few roadside rest areas. The VK8 solution? Set up a satellite TV-style dish aimed horizontally towards a remote mobile phone tower. Erect a post with a rudimentary holder for a mobile phone at the focal point of the dish. Follow the official signs on this innovation erected at many rest areas and you're away. Our travellers can confirm that they improved mobile phone reception by a bar or two, making all the difference between marginal or non-existent service and a workable service. 
self-powered, low-cost and minimum maintenance. I'm Cole, VK3GTV, and I'll catch you again next week with more Worldwide Special Interest Groups news. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Well, that's just about it, but before we tie the ribbons and hang up the mic, here's what's on the 2019 social scene. VK4, Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Cardwell Gathering, four days commencing October 4th. VK3, Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group, Hamfest, the 13th of October. Worldwide Jota 2019, Friday the 18th, Saturday the 19th and Sunday the 20th of October. VK3, Ballarat Amateur Radio Group, BARG Hamvention, October 27th. VK5, the AHAS Buy and Sell at Marion RSL, November 3rd. And in VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest on November 17. And a special one for next year, 2020, Alara Meet 2020 Bendigo. And thanks to Jen VK3WQ for pointing this little thing out. It's October the 2nd to the 5th in Bendigo, Victoria. And it's a once-in-every-three-year event, so not to be missed. I'm sure they possibly needed to have the extra couple of days we mentioned last week in order to get through everything. However, the real dates are well worth putting in your diary. October the 2nd to the 5th next year, 2020. See you next week. I'm John VK4JJW, and as my XYL would say, it's R2D2 from me for now. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.